Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Um, today I'm going to make some allusions uh, to Santa Claus. And so I just want to throw out a little warning um, if you're listening uh, to this with uh, some people in, that might uh, be affected by discussion of Santa Claus. You may want to uh, not listen to it right now. Uh, here I'll just play a little bit of uh, chamber music uh, for a few seconds uh, to uh, take care of business. Okay, uh, well, first off, before we even get into this discussion, I mean, this is an adult discussion on this uh, podcast. I just want to throw, I mean, of course, I mean, if, you know, parents, they can make all any kind of decisions they like. Uh, however, uh, I just don't know if uh, uh, extraterrestrial reality, uh, if this is something you want to be, you know, letting your kids listen to. Uh, I mean, this is more uh, advanced theory about alien visitors. Uh, I mean, I don't see, you know, I mean, what what good, I mean, if you're a little kid sitting in the back seat of a car uh, on the way to grandma's house, you know, and, and your parents are in the front seat, you know, and you throw this, they throw this on. Hey, listen, listen, to, listen to this, Johnny and Susie, listen to the nice man. Tell us about how there's creatures from other worlds coming here, drinking the blood of cows and maybe even drinking our blood. Uh, it looks like they might be taking over the world. They sneak into people's bedrooms at night and, and abduct them. Uh and the government, meanwhile, is lying to everybody about it. Isn't that nice? Now, just listen to the nice man. He'll tell you all about it. I just don't think that's a uh, a good thing to do, you know, to a kid. Anyway, that's just me. Uh, anyhow, uh, I, I am going to make some allusions towards Santa Claus today and uh, try to make to try to make some uh, some points about what's going on here. And uh, one of those things is now. We're going to start off with what's been going on this week. Of course, uh, some of you know that NASA has launched that in its investigation into UFOs. And here's an article uh, that was published on October 24th, yesterday, about, and this was in Smithsonian Magazine. I'll leave the link. There's a lot of articles, actually. This is just one of many, many articles. I mean, I've, I was looking through a bunch of them today. And yesterday. And anyway, here's what this article says. A team of NASA researchers has just begun a formal investigation into UFOs, now referred to as unidentified aerial phenomena. Last week, the agency announced the 16 team members leading the study, which began Monday and will last for nine months. They will report their findings to the public in mid-2023, according to a statement from NASA. The team includes former NASA astronaut Scott Kelly and science journalist Nadia Drake, as well as scientists who study the shape of the universe, astrobiology, oceanography, black holes, computer engineering, and other topics. The effort is meant to lay the groundwork for future study of on the nature of UAP for NASA and other organizations, according to the statement. 
The team will identify how data gathered by civilian government entities, commercial data, and data from other sources can potentially be analyzed to shed light on UAP. The supernatural sounding study, well, let's just stop there for a minute. Supernatural sounding study. What's so supernatural about, it's nothing supernatural. This ain't about ghosts and goblins, right? Anyway, continuing. The supernatural sounding study first announced in June is really meant to bring a scientific perspective to the subject and document unidentified objects in the sky per a June statement from NASA. It will reportedly cost less than $100,000 and be independent from the Pentagon's effort to study UAP, wrote the Washington Post's Christian Davenport last summer. Following a 2021 report from the United States government centered on 144 unidentified flying objects, there has been considerable federal attention on these phenomena. Congress held a public hearing on UAP in May, and the Pentagon announced it was forming an office to study UAP in July, according to NPR's Julia Hayward. But most UAP research to date has been conducted by military and intelligence organizations. They take a different approach to the topic, which is, we're not interested in this as a scientific issue. That's not on our agenda. Pennsylvania State University historian Greg Edgian told Scientific American's Sarah Scholes in August. Developing an understanding of UAP isn't just about looking for alien life. The flying objects could have implications for national security, and NASA hopes the findings will improve aircraft safety. Collecting data on UAP might be a first step in mitigating them to protect air traffic per the agency. Now, let's just stop here for a minute. It says here, uh, developing an understanding of UAP isn't just about looking for alien life. The flying objects could have implications for national security. Okay, then see that they they they, they seg into uh, 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 to this, which makes it sound like oh well, well it, you know it could have national security implications. Like basically, well, it could be from China or Russia. You know, like like as if. If it's alien life, well, that, that's, that's not really national security. You know, that's what it makes it sound like to me anyway. Anyway, continuing. Collecting data on UAP might be a first step in mitigating them to better protect air traffic per the agency. I don't know how you, what do you do? I mean, really, if they're, if they're from outer space, how are you going to control? Are you going to contact the aliens somewhere? You know, you know, on your on your on a CB radio, maybe I don't know. What do you? How are you gonna? What are you gonna do? Tell them to, to, to knock it off. I mean, how do you how do you communicate with these things? Anyway, so far NASA doesn't have a hypothesis for what UAP may be. I would say the only preconceived notion I have coming into this is that you should be open to the idea that we're looking at several different phenomena. David Spurgel, who will lead the research effort and is the president of the Simons Foundation said in the summer per the post this is a phenomenon we don't understand and we want to collect more data for now though there is no evidence uap or extraterrestrial origin nasa said in a june statement but even if the study reveals nothing about alien life it might still learn something new about earth's atmosphere wrote scientific american um these objects aren't created by earth's atmosphere they're solid objects obviously that are they're controlled by some intelligence that's uh has access to uh, craft that uh, could outdo anything that we have in our uh, possession. So I don't know what they're talking about there, but that's besides the point. This whole study is besides the point. Okay, we have a whole bunch of studies going on. Last, Just last week, I, I did a podcast about how uh, there's this, uh, you know, this aid... 
uh, this other group of, of scientists are just starting a new aeronautics group, right? This, the biggest aeronautics organization in, in, in the United States has decided to study UAP because they, they figured they, they deemed that they're dangerous. They pose a danger to aircraft. Okay, so they're studying it. You have these other, uh, you have the Harvard study, the Galileo project. You have UAPX, right? You have the the Pentagon itself with its with its own UA, UAP office, uh, that, which is is supposed to be looking into this. Actually, this week we have a report coming out. Uh, supposedly, uh, actually, it's it's due on October thirty first, and uh, there was an article that was written last month in the debrief, and I'm going to go through that article here. And basically, this person, the person who wrote this, Bryce Zabel, uh, believes that there's a possibility that this will be a uh, this report if it comes out like October by October 31st, like it's supposed to, will could could be the October surprise leading into the uh, 2022 midterm election in early November. Now, I don't believe that. I'll just say that right up front. I don't think that there's going to be anything in that report. Uh, I mean, even if we get to see it, I mean, I don't know if we're even going to get to see it. A report is supposedly due to Congress by October 31st. And uh, I'm going to go through some of this article here. And um, let's see here. Well, basically, this was from the, the, the National Defense Authorization Act that was passed last year for 2022 for this year and in that law there's supposedly uh, they're supposed to provide the, the the pentagon is basically supposed to supposedly uh, supposed to provide a report to congress by october 31st uh this person here in this article contends that maybe this is going to be a big eye-opener and, and possibly will be disclosure i don't believe that but we're going to read some of this now, this is a pretty long article. I'll leave the link for it. I'm just going to catch it up here. I'm going to start reading here in the middle. It says, The next momentous congressionally mandated UAP report is due on Halloween this year, October 31st, 2022. It could happen before, but the even money has to be on exactly that date based on the ODNI's previous behavior. No matter who is writing this one on UAP reports to come, they will tend to take all the time they can get, like a sophomore cramming for a midterm. This year's midterm elections are of huge importance since all members of the House of Representatives are up for election and one-third of the members of the Senate, plus a majority of the nation's governors. Given the tie in the Senate between Democrats and Republicans and the razor-thin edge for the Democrats in the House, it's fair to say that, in some respects, the fate of the nation hangs in the balance that day. The, the news is full of motivating stories to get voters to the polls. Election day in the United States is statutorily set by the federal government as the Tuesday next after the first Monday in the month of October, equaling the Tuesday occurring... Within the dates of November 2nd to November 8th, our, set, our next midterm election will be held on Tuesday, November 8th. I've gotten my trusty calendar out and done my own hand count. The math is simple and compelling. The next national UAP report produced by the Department of Defense and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence will likely come out exactly eight days before the midterm elections. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I submit to you that if there's going to be an October surprise that affects the 22 election, this could be it. With a public battered by everything from the raid on Mar-a-Lago to the repeal of Roe Ro, plus coronavirus, droughts, floods, fires, inflation, a, a ruptured supply chain January 6th, and God knows what else, you might argue that adding UAP to the menu is just a bit much. That might be true, but one party's outrage might be another's Hail Mary. 
It is true that the June 25th report released on a Friday afternoon got some weekend coverage, but was off the news radar by Monday. Still, it would be misleading to say that the public news angle was the only impact it had. The reality is that the report, particularly that classified version that none of us average citizens got to see, really shook up a lot of people in Congress. It's what got Gillibrand to write up her amendment. It got others like Marco Rubio and Mitt Romney to start talking about all this in public language that held open the possibility that they may not be well of this earth. It got the same response from NASA's new administrator, Bill Nelson, even Avril Haines, whose office put it out while talking more openly in the aftermath. Plus, last year saw former CIA chiefs taking to the airwaves and talking about what a vast universe we live in, one where anything is possible. So, already the world of October 31st, 2022 is further along on this subject than the world of June 25th, 2021. That's how fast these things are moving these days. The point is that the next report will have to build on what came before it. It will also be written at a time when the authors know damn well that if they try to obfuscate and dissemble, that there will be pushback from Capitol Hill. Remember that Senators Gillibrand, Rubio, and Romney, just for starters, have all run for president before. Gillibrand and Rubio, in particular, are as ambitious today as they ever were. Clearly, they do not think that talking about UAP or introducing legislation is going to derail those ambitions. They will be standing before the cameras at CNN and Fox and everyone else faster than you can say tic-tac. The body politic may be both shaken and stirred and most definitely spilled all over our nice party clothes by the next report. This time, depending on what it says and how it says it, cable news could blow up with scientists, celebrity abductees, whistleblowers, witnesses, pilots, and God knows who else, all trying to expand on what the report has suggested and to pitch their expertise to talk about whether it is true and what is being done about it. A few things are certain. Those final days on the campaign are going to be run at a fever pitch. Town meetings in person on Zo- in. Uh, in person or on zoom are going to be happening by the thousands across america at least a few voters are going to get through the screeners used by candidates and networks to prevent real questions from sneaking in and ask their elected representatives and the wannabes who covered their jobs to go on the record political dynamics being what they are one party is apt to be in a better position than the other providing incentive for the one that that's down to try to shatter that narrative. The dynamic of UAP reality and its ability to sh- shake everything up will appeal to somebody. Okay, I'm not going to read the rest of this, but this guy basically suggests that it's very possible that the uh, uh, UAP could become a big thing right before these elections. Basically, that this report could be released to the public before the election happens, and it could be a you know a big giant eye opener. I think it's going to be more like what happened last May in that report when the when the Pentagon officials met with the uh, Intelligence Committee. Um, I, I don't think, you know, the, that Senate Intelligence Committee, I, I don't think there's going to be anything that comes out of this. Uh, I think it's just going to be more, uh, you know, dog and pony show stuff. Uh, we don't know. It's weird. Maybe this could be, it could be, you know could be uh, China, Russia, who knows? You know, that kind of nonsense. I think we're, we're on, that's the kind of road we're on with all these different studies finally signed, which is good, right? I, I don't, I, I, like I always said before, I, I'm glad about all these studies. But I get the feeling that what's really happening here, there's something else that's happening here behind the scenes um, and the, the purpose of this. And it, what it reminds me of is the way, you know, adults treat their kids growing up 
you know, with regard to things like Santa Claus. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about all of that. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, we are back. Now, when I was a kid growing up, um, you know, you realize it later, you know, not at the time, but you, re- you realize later that your parents lie to you all the time. Like, I remember when I was about two and a half, three, that's basically when I, when I realized I was a person. That was like when I finally became conscious to the world that I was alive, you know. You, you, like, there's those first couple of years, you really don't even know what's going on. But then at some point, like, oh, why? I'm here. Wow. Huh. And I was pretty young. I must have been two and a half, three years old when all of this, you know, when I, the realization that I'm a living, you know, breathing being, you know, finally occurred to me. And it's probably, I'm sure it's like that for everybody. But, uh, you know, I remember there was a big old wooden toy box that was kept in, the, in my bedroom. And I, it was locked. It was never open. You know, it was a toy box. I was told this is a toy box, but it's locked. It was my mom's old toys from when she was a kid. I guess hers and her brothers and, you know, all these different toys were kept in this old toy box. And I wanted to see what it looked like, of course. It was a bunch of toys from the 50s when these, you know, my, my mom and my aunts and uncles were, were kids. I wanted to see it. She told me it was locked and they lost the key. I believed it. Years went on. I didn't care. Then. You know, it's locked. It was just a big mystery. And then one day as I grew up, at some point, it was like, well, you know, no, I had the key all along. I just, you know, we just lied to you. I didn't want to open it up. They're all old toys. You know, we'd give you new ones. We just didn't want you to, you know, mess them all up. So basically, I I bought the, the excuse hook, line, and sinker when I was a kid. And life went on. And then I found out, all oh, it was a big lie, you know. And then they opened up the toy box. I mean, it was really nothing. It was just a bunch of old junky toys, you know. But, uh, you know, my curiosity wasn't satisfied when I was a young child. When I wanted to see it initially. I was So I, I was. they lied to me and life went on. And then there was another occasion. I must have been about three and a half, four, around that range. Right? I remember being in the, uh, in the kitchen and noticing in the one cupboard that there were some freeze pops you know the freeze pops you throw them in the freezer they freeze up and you 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 open it up you cut the top off and you you know you push out the the flavored ice water okay well and i saw them there i asked i requested them i requested my mom hey i want those freeze pops right uh could you could you put them in the freezer please you know she said they weren't there and so i went on for quite a number of years thinking i must have been seeing things then because she said they're not there, I believe her. She's she's the authority around here right now, and she's telling me, "Oh no, there is no free, there's no freeze pops. You must have, you know, no, you made a mistake." So life went on, and then about five, yeah, we moved out of that house around not that around that time when I was four, going on five. And uh, about five years later, that house was going to get torn down, and so we had to go up there and re- remove all the old stuff from this house. And I, I, I curiosity, opened up that cupboard, that cupboard, and guess what was in it? The freeze pops, they were still there. In fact, they weren't there in a way, though, because they had dehydrated completely. All that was left was long tubes of plastic filled with air, 
the 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 liquid had was gone so and and then so you know when, when you're a child you know authority figures tell you something you just naturally believe them and then you know life goes on and that and that's the same way it is with ufos and the government and what's been going on here and i think what they're setting us up for is um basically what's happening here you're seeing these different groups nasa and all that right you have this aeronautics group you have the galileo project all look at it at some point right there's going to be oh yeah guess what yeah we think it's extraterrestrial now right like they just like they just discovered it but really what's happening this is the same thing as like with santa claus like in Sa- christmas morning you know a lot of people celebrate christmas growing up you know and, and when you're a kid you wake up the next morning right and there's a whole bunch of presents under the christmas tree and you can't believe it you're all excited you're going down there's lincoln logs you know there's there's, there's uh rock'em sock'em robots you know there's a there's a robot that walks around you know and, and stops and, and and shoots out lasers right you're all excited about it. you can't believe you got all these things and what else is going on is that your parents are sitting behind you like they're surprised about it too they can't believe what you got too like they can't believe that Santa Claus knew what you wanted. And they, you believe them. You, everyone's all excited together. Right? Of course, you know, as years go on, you hit 9, 10, whatever, whatever age that, whatever age when you start realizing, wait a minute, Santa Claus isn't real. And then you realize that this has been a big farce put on by your parents the whole time. Not that it's a bad thing or anything. I'm not saying that, but I'm just using this as an example of what's happening now with UFOs. <clears throat> so basically that's what's happening with ufos it's the same kind of the same kind of santa claus setup you know they're they're what's going to happen at some point we're all going to be like wow so these things really are from outer space the, like the the general public uh, you know as a whole basically now some of some of us are going to know that this is all nonsense but a lot of them aren't going to know a lot of people out there are going to be dumb to this they're going to they're, they're going to be they're going to be like the little kid under the christmas tree thinking that and the parents behind them are like winking at you know winking at each other you know hey they fell for it they think santa claus really did bring these presents you know but it's good then in this case it's going to be hey they fell for it they think we just really just did discover that it's extraterrestrial even though we knew about it since 47 but hey they're dumb we're smart we're an authority people listen to authority all the time you know so that's basically what's going on here when you really think about it we're being treated like children over this. We've been. I mean, actually, this has been going on since a lot for a long time now, uh, since the fifties. I mean, I mean, uh, retired uh, Marine Major Donald Kehoe, who basically was the first big-time ufologist, uh, someone who had connections to to the Pentagon, did wrote a number of different books from from the fifties into the seventies uh, about UFOs. You know, he actually went on TV and said that he said. Basically, the Air Force is treating us by like a bunch of children, like we can't handle the truth. And that's what's been going on all this time. So, so what's going on here now, all of a sudden, like over the last five years, what we're seeing is now, now they're recognizing all of a sudden after, after years and years of saying, there's nothing to it. We looked into this before. There's no such thing as extraterrestrials or nothing coming here from outer space. I don't know what anybody's talking about. We looked into it. Nothing to it. We closed Project Blue Book. You had this scientific study, the Condon Report, 1968, come out. Hey, there's nothing to it. Let's move on with our lives. But the problem was for them is that the UFOs never went away. And it just kept on coming and coming and coming. And it, was, it got even more mysterious with, with abductions increasing throughout the 70s and 80s, reports of that going on. 
So now we've reached this point where now we're where we have all this technology at our at our disposal. Everyone has a cell phone. Everyone's walking around. You know, I have a cell phone that that, that could film stuff in 8K. So if if I see a UFO flying around, I'm going to get a pretty good uh, uh, video of that thing, most likely if I have the time. And just so is everyone else, because everyone's cell phone pretty much is technologically advanced from anything that we used to have like 15, 10, 10, 15 years ago. So now what's going on here is the trick is the trick is to make it seem like the government never knew about this stuff before. Right. That's what it seems like to me. Now, I know there's a contingent in the Congress that's trying to get the records from 1947, trying to they're going to pass this. You know, it's in the new the for the 2023 uh, National Defense Authorization Act. There's language in there that will protect whistleblowers. Right. But there's a battle going on. There's a battle going on to how they're going to present this. Right. And I think what's going on is that they think that they're going to try to pull this Santa Claus trick on us. Basically, they're going to act like, oh, well, we didn't know. We we told you in 2017, we admitted, yeah, there's something out there. We didn't really know much before that in the years leading up to that, you know. Uh, just really just started since, you know, around 2004, you know, with the David Fravor incident. There was a few incidents before that. Uh, but all that stuff in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, we, we really didn't find anything there. I mean, there was no, we don't have any alien bodies on ice. Nothing crashed at Roswell. I mean, seriously. Uh, I mean, that's the kind of nonsense that's going on. On here but reality is they're trying to make it look like we all discover it together that's what's going on here they're, they're, and, and you know and again we're going to be the little kids behind the christmas tree at some point whether it's you know maybe it's october 31st maybe it's 10 years from now i don't know when it's going to happen right but at some point we're all going to be the uh, we're all going to be little kids under the christmas tree right and and we're going to be opening up the the reality of the of the extraterrestrial presence here because scientists that are studying this now with all these open studies you know uapx uh galileo project nasa you know the pentagon all these studies going on right we're, we're gonna something's gonna finally give on that and they're gonna say yeah they're gonna did somebody's gonna determine that it's yes it's extraterrestrial but it's like we're just all finding out the world's just finding this out now we never knew it before in the past right now of course there's going to be some other kids standing there under the christmas tree uh that are going to be like in the like the 10 to 11 year old 9 10 11 who don't believe in this anymore like they're they're the kids who grew out of this whole santa claus myth they're going to be standing there they're going to know they're going to be looking at the parents while the parents are sitting there winking at each other right knowing that they're lying you know that they're trying to pass on this stinker to the to the, to the general public as a whole because that's where we're heading folks that's what, a, that's what this could be. Now, I could be wrong. Of course, I always say that this, all, everything I talk about here is pure speculation. It's all what I think might be possible, okay? doesn't make me right at all. But that's what it seems like to me. I think we're being buffaloed. I think we're being set up to be buffalo. We're, we're being set up just like, you know, these other lies you're told when you're a kid. They're treating us like children. That's what's happening. This is like the whole Santa Claus deal. You know, hey, yeah. I, I can't believe it. You know, we have these scientific organizations finally determined that they're extraterrestrials, and you have you know, you have uh, generals in the Pentagon, uh, some representatives in Majestic Twelve standing behind you. Yeah, we never knew that before. <laughs> wink, wink. That's where we're heading. It's a big trick. We're treat we're being treated like young kids. That's what's going on here. It's very you know makes me mad. I just, that's why I say, rip the Band-Aid off instead of playing these games. Instead of playing these games. What do you have to wait till October 31st for? You know, I'll tell you what. If NASA wanted to get to the bottom of this, 
right? If they wanted to get to the bottom of this, they wouldn't be looking at unclassified pictures. They'd be demanding going to the going to the Pentagon and saying, look, we know you're hiding something. We're not stupid. We did our research. If the, if the people in NASA wanted to really look into this, you know, we know what's going on. We know you're lying. We know that something happened at Roswell. There's just too much evidence. You've been lying for all these years. Just come on out with it already instead of this nonsense. Play, playing these games with the public, with us, ma- basically making us like make fools out of ourselves. You know, bend over backwards to make it look like there's like we're just finding out about it now. Boy, it makes you mad when you really think about it that you're being treated like a little kid. Because that's what's going on here. There are people that are kept out of the loop that know that know better. Because I know better, and there's other people. There's a lot of people. A lot of people listen to my podcast know better. You know, there's something going on here. And it's been going on, and it's been covered up for decades, and we have all these re- things going on and studies, right? But again, we're, it's it's a trick. It's a trick. There, there should be no reason for the studies. If the be, well, the studies have already been done in private, right? There's had to be. There's no question about it. There's been a lot of things that have gone on behind the scenes that, been, that have been completely kept out of the view of the public. They need to bring that stuff up. They need to bring that stuff forward. Not this game. Not this game. Let's let's take a few years and we'll we'll, we'll look at these pictures from afar. And again, I, I've talked about this just the other, not recently, just recently too. Is it's more than just the objects. There's a lot more. There's a lot of other different aspects to this whole phenomenon. I mean, the abductions, the cattle mutilations, right? There's there's all different aspects to this. There's people that get implants. There was actually people, uh, like Dr. Roger Lear, the late Roger Lear, took out multiple implants from different people who were abducted by aliens. And the implants were beyond any kind of technology that we, we're we aware of. We don't even know how they operate, but there's, there's objects in them, in these people. All of this needs to be studied. But again, we're going to be treated like little kids. Uh, that's how this looks like it's gonna, that's, that's how this is to me right now when I look at this that's what I feel I feel like we're being set up to be tricked basically you know by by our by our by the authorities in our lives by the you know people in high positions because otherwise there are a lot most people out there will hey hey the government just said hey oh the government said okay then it must be true then then we all move on with life and everything you know but some of us know the government's lying about this when it comes to this anyhow there's no question. There's no question. This has been covered up by not just the United States, all governments all across the world. Anyway, um, now I'm just going to talk uh, one more little um, subject here. Uh, I'll try to make this brief. But uh, I, I, I want to say that uh, I want to thank all the people that have, have decided to follow my podcast. I really appreciate it. There's, I, I, just on Spotify alone, I have well over 1,200 followers. I mean, just a f- few months back, I mean, I hardly had anything. I think I had 100, maybe 200. All of a sudden, it's been growing by leaps and bounds, and, uh, and I really appreciate that. I, 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 I must be saying some things that are, you know, that are people are see. I, mean, I must be making sense okay or people wouldn't be deciding to follow my podcast and i i really appreciate it however there seems to be a contingent out there that is trying to um i i would say i'm getting a lot of if you have i i just found this out just recently just a few days ago i was on my phone and i opened up my spotify uh you know the 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 app on the on my cell phone and when you open and i and i clicked on my podcast to see you know what it looked like on there and i could see that there was 
you could people are voting on my podcast and you know and i had a 3.7 percent um rating out of like 60 plus votes and i found out that basically there's been some people that are voting going on there and giving me one star and, and knocking it down for some reason and and i can't understand that because i mean there's over 1200 people following me but yet there's some people are giving me one star now the only place it seems like you could vote on this is on the phone app because i went on i went on just just this morning i checked it on my laptop and you can't do it there on the on on the spotify on the laptop you can't do a vote there i just I just want to stop here for a second most of the people who are listening to me for some reason are it's only on spotify it's i i would say 80 five percent of my listenership is from spotify and the and the balance is on apple and other podcasts and uh but there seems like there's an effort to to make my podcast to make it look like it's junk i guess because i don't understand how i there's 60 some 60 plus people that voted but yet i have over 1200 people just on spotify alone i don't know about the other podcast uh hosts Right, but on on Spotify alone, I have over twelve hundred followers. Just, I mean, it just keeps getting bigger at every day. So, I, I would imagine you're not going to follow somebody if you're going to if you think they're only one or two, you know, give them give them one or two stars, right? So obviously, there's a somebody's there's a group or, or something's going on where some people are going in or deliberately giving me a one star, and I think there's they're trying to steer people away from my podcast. I know it sounds paranoid, and maybe it is, but there's most certainly some people giving me one star reviews for some reason, and actually making a point of it. And, and let's let's look at it. Let's fa- let's think about uh, why would somebody do that? Well, it's my podcast ain't like other UFO podcasts. Let's face it. Okay, um, I'm pretty much calling it out as it is. There, I've, I'm sure. I've, right now, there's a lot of enemies. I'm sure I've I have that I've made for myself. You know, it's an unfortunate, but that's the truth. I mean, any debunker out there hates my guts right now. They, they don't like logic. They don't like truth. Truth to them is basically like a crucifix to Dracula. So they're going to, they, they might go out of their way to find my podcast and give me a down vote. You make, make it one, one out of five stars instead of going, you know, they, they'll listen to a, a few seconds of one of my, my podcasts and then just, you know, give me a one star review. Um, who else would hate me? You know, SETI, SETI, stupid effort to investigate. I've talked about them a number of times, so I'm sure that some of them took it to heart, went on, found my podcast, and made it a point, made it a big point to, uh, you know, downvote that thing. And there's there's also some people who talk about UFOs that don't like what I'm saying. Some people have a, they think all the, uh, that they, they think everything's cups and cakes with these uh, visitors. They think it's, well, I, I communicate, I commune with these people, with these beings from outer space daily, uh, telepathically, and yet this gentleman is talking like uh, they might be here to harm us or to take over the world. I don't like that whatsoever. So I'm going to give him a one-star rating. So there could be some of that going on, Right. Why not? I mean, let's think about it. I mean, how, how seriously? How could I have over twelve hundred followers on on Spotify alone? Only, so, you know, and some around sixty people vote, but yet it's you know at three point six, three point seven. That doesn't make any sense to me because some people are voting, giving me one star votes. They're making a point to do that. I've actually what's strange is I checked out a couple other UFO sites, the UFO podcasts, and some of them only have like fifteen. Uh, reviews they've been out longer than me apparently they have a larger following but they only have 15 reviews and 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 the reviews are up to 4.9 like i don't get that like to me that's funny i find that funny 
Anyway, so if you enjoy my podcast, if you like this podcast, all I'm asking you is, um, you know, if you if you if you or ever open up your app on the phone, if you ever have the time, if you ever find the time in your life and open up the app on your phone and you see that what I'm talking about in the Spotify app. Anyhow, I don't know how it works with the other uh, podcasts. You know, you can give me a rating. Of course, I mean, if you wanted to, you you could give me one star. Give me if you think I completely stink. Okay, give me one star. If you think I stink, but uh, you like me a little bit, give me two stars. Eh, if you think eh, this guy's sometimes he's okay, sometimes he's junk. Uh, okay, I'll give him three stars. If you think I'm pretty good, then you give me four stars. If you think I'm, if you think this is excellent, to what I'm doing here, then you give me five stars. But I'm just asking if these, uh, if uh, the people who are following me could could uh, vote on that when you get a chance. But it avail- apparently, it's only available on the phone, which I I rarely checked before, and uh, and that's why I just found out this past weekend about this, and that's why I'm bringing it up now. But uh, yeah, I, I, I've brought things up before. I've asked little small favors of my podcast listeners before. Like, uh, you know, I, I did ask in the past about, you know, subscribing to my YouTube channel, which, you know, that's there's a that's night and day. My YouTube channel that I, I put uh, segments of my podcast on there usually. Um, it's, I mean, I, I, I'm not near, I don't get as nearly many followers on there as I get on on and 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 listens like more people listen to my pot way more people listen to my podcast than watch any of the videos that i put on i like i I think that's because of the competition on on youtube there's just so many people on youtube doing ufo stuff that uh it's just hard to get noticed and and that's fine i'm i i rather just do the podcast to be quite honest with you um I love doing the podcast. I love doing this. I think it's fantastic, and it gives me an opportunity to get some ideas out there that some other people things. The reason I'm doing this is because, you know, I, I've been looking into this subject for years and years, and I've never heard anybody just put it out there the way it should be put out there, the way I think it should be, anyhow. But anyway, I do. I want to thank everybody that is following me, and again, um, I would appreciate a, a vote on that, even if it is one star. But I would rather, you know, three or uh, at least a three, you know, but four or five would even be better. Whatever you think. But I just can't believe that. As, again, I can't believe I, that I have over twelve hundred people that have decided to follow this podcast. I just don't buy this twelve or twelve hundred. But yet, six only sixty some people voted, and most of those votes are like so half of those votes or a good chunk of them are like negative. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Like that seems to be a concerted effort, you know, based on all available evidence. Anyway, until next time.